Michael. Bill Michael Show. On a Thursday edition. No Brewers today, man. What a walk-off yesterday. What a game. What a game. So much fun. Holy mackerel. What a game yesterday. Uh, Brewers get uh, the walk-off win, and uh, they are now now, uh, a game up on Pittsburgh. I got. I was on the uh, on the air today with uh, with our buddy Ernie of Viroqua, and uh, he had said, ah, "What about what about this team?" You know, and I first of all, it's way too early to to you know kind of give any kind of judgment, but um, I, I said, you know, when you think about it and you start to look at the standings, you know, <laughs> they're leading in the standings right now, a game ahead of Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. So uh, one up on Pittsburgh, one and a half up on Cincinnati, two and a half up on the Cubs, and the Cardinals are the cellar dwellers at two and four. So, but boy, I tell you, if, if let's just say let's let's dare to dream for a minute. Let's say the Brewers sweep the Cardinals. The Cardinals would then be six games back in the division. Now, plenty of time to climb back. Don't get me wrong, but that's kind of a hole. You know, again, I've always said you can win the division, or you can't win the division in April, but you can lose it. And if you beat up on the Cardinals and they go to, say, 2-9 and nine on the season and hit a couple more rough, rough spots, now don't get me wrong, I think the Brewers are going to fall back down to earth, but that's when you got to overcome everybody in the division, that's kind of tough. That's kind of tough, you know. They all the old the old saying was, you get one and a half games, um, or you get a game about every one and a half weeks is what you can gain, and uh, or two a week, you know, at the most. But because uh, it all evens out, and man, you start to you start six six games back, it's about a month's worth of work you got to do just to get back to even, so to speak. So. Anyway, uh, dare to dream, right? Dare to dream, no doubt about it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can hit us up. Uh, and then uh, last night, the Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis, Middleton down, uh, Pat Connaughton in street clothes. Uh, they uh, clinch the number one overall seed, and uh, the uh, the championship now rolls through uh, the, uh, the five-star forum. If indeed the uh, the Bucks are going to get there, which is absolutely awesome, so kudos to the Bucks last night. They knocked off the Bulls, and and early on in that game, you're kind of like, wow, this is not going to be easy, you know. And then you thought, ah, oh, you know, no big deal, and it's a back to back. You're giving guys rests, and then all of a sudden, Drew Holiday starts to go off. Lopez starts to go off, and just as I had said yesterday, you got to have other guys that are going to be able to step up, and they did. And uh, the Bucks get an easy win last night over the Chicago Bulls as I sat on the couch and just kind of enjoyed it and watched it last night. And you kind of smile knowing that that's the best team in the Eastern Conference. Now, the big question is, you know, we know that the 76ers have come on. We know that Joel Embiid is getting a lot of love for the MVP. I hope, kind of part of me hopes he wins it anyway. That puts a little more chip on the shoulder for Giannis. Uh, but uh, I think the real threat is a, a team that can shoot the lights out, and that's as we know, the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics have the ability to, you know, to get hot and shoot from anywhere beyond the arc, and we saw them do it just a, a week and a half ago, or a week and a couple of days. As a matter of fact, I think it was exactly a week ago that they did it down at the Fiserv Forum, where they beat the Bucks by damn near fifty points, and it, it was a game in which the Bucks wanted. Now, granted, they had played five games in seven days, and they had some tired legs, but the Bucks wanted that game. 
They wanted to make that statement, and they weren't able to. Not only were they not able to, they got their asses handed to them. They couldn't play defense. They couldn't hit a shot. And and the Celtics were hitting anything and everything from everywhere in the building that night uh, on the Bucks' home court. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it, that's the only concern that you have right now because it, it's it's the winner of that series will be the East Eastern Conference's representation when it comes to uh, the NBA championship. I wholly believe that. Wholly believe that. Uh, you want to hit us up? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You can find us. You can also track us down uh, on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. Ben Kenny producing the program at Ben Z. Kenny. You can find him. You can always track us down and watch the program over on Facebook, over on Twitch, over on YouTube, over on Twitter. Find us in many different facets there. You can always listen to the program and all the uh, older programs and podcasts. Break it down by hour. Go to uh, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, and you can find us on Spotify as well. For all the information, go simply to thebillmichaels.com. That is thebillmichaels.com. Ben Kenny, how you doing today? A lot of chatter about you today, Ben. Were your ears burning? Why is that? I'm good, though. Uh, for the upcoming golf outing that is going to take place in Viroqua on May 6th. We are almost, uh, it is selling out quick, put it that way. I'm not going to say we're almost sold out, we're getting close, because uh, I don't want to create some kind of an unnecessary panic to where people don't call. But if you are interested in playing in the open, coming up on uh, Saturday, May 6th in Viroqua at Viroqua Hills, which is kind of a, a, a nice course. I mean, uh, you wouldn't expect it, but it really is. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it because we're playing there. I mean, I've played it before. And I promoted it before with ha- without having anything to do with that golf course. And uh, it is really a nice course that's kind of a, a hidden gem if you like to play nice golf courses in the state of Wisconsin. I- I'll tell you this. It's better than some of the country clubs I've played at. And some of the country clubs have these big names on them. And people go, oh, I belong to this. And it's like, oh, oh okay. you know. And you play it and you're like, this, yeah, it's not that great. You know, you're paying more for the prestige of the name than you are for the actual course. Uh, but this is a nice course. So if you want to come out and play some golf with us, uh, there's some teams that are still, team slots still available. Uh, even if you want to come out as a single, that's fine. They can pair you up. But uh, Viroqua Hills, yeah, we'll uh, we'll put some more information up coming up here in just a little bit about it and give you the phone number. But uh, Viroqua Hills Golf Course on May 6th, Saturday, May 6th, uh, it's the Bill Michaels Open. The uh, Viroqua, our uh, fine station out there, WVRQ, has put it together. And uh, we, we talk about it all the time. We go over some stuff. We're going to have the golf uh, that day. We're going to do a little bit of a, a little reception after the fact and uh, maybe do a little Q&A and have some fun. And it, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So your name was being tossed about because uh, uh, they're going to let the bidding begin on one Ben Kenny. They're going to uh, bid, bid you out to see uh, who ends up with you. Well, if they're bidding me out, how in the world do I get the prize? I thought the whole purpose was for me to benefit from this. Well, maybe That's they're, either, I was one, trying to they're either one looking for a ringer or two. It, what's funny is this, and I swear to God, so I'm talking to Ernie this morning on the air. They are bidding on Ben Kenny and Kristen. Not me. <laughs> they're, they're bidding on you and Kristen. And, and that's... <laughs> That's kind of the way it's going. I, you know, I told Ernie, I said, I'm like, any, you know, I know they're bidding on Kristen. It's like, you know, 50, 100 bucks or 200 bucks or whatever the heck it was going for. And, uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to bid on Ben, too. And I was waiting, you know, and I'm waiting like, oh, okay, that's great. 
Yeah, we might have a sandwich named after you, Bill, but that's about the extent of it. <laughs> so I'm the meatball sub, and uh, they were going to do the Philly cheesesteak, but they said that's more of the Ben Kenny thing. So you could end up with the Ben Kenny out there, too. The Philly cheesesteak. That'd be interesting. That would be. I'm just riding your coattails, man. That's all I'm doing. Just yeah, ride I, your coattails. I deserve none of this, to be clear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then you can you can get uh, a couple of them to go and bring them back, and you can walk into the studio on that Monday as you get ready to do the show, and you're in there with Evo, and they're in there with Rowdy. And you can set those things down on the counter, and you can look at them, and you can say, guys, eat me. There you go. Welcome to the program. Glad to have you. Uh, what else do we have today? Oh, um, you've got Rob Domofsky uh, talking a little bit about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers out and about seen buying healing crystals. Was there anything about that picture that made you think, Ben? Did you see the picture of him out buying the healing crystals? Yes, reluctantly. What did you think? Well, Was there anything that came to mind? I would act surprised that he's being photographed in this way, but we really shouldn't be, given Correct. his TM, the TMZ nature. Right. I, nothing really stuck. I mean, the only thing that stuck out was how little I cared to be honest, and the aviators. Um, now, again, this is a, a really weird – there's two shots of him buying these crystals. Did he look out of shape? For a football player, look, I'm not comparing him to myself, but for a football player, if you go back and look at that picture, and it wasn't pointed out to me. I kind of noticed it a little bit. I thought, ah, no big deal. And then I had some people text me. Uh, one buddy of mine called me. I talked to him this morning, and another friend of mine texted me and said, does he look like he's got a little bit of a spare tire, like he's just let himself go a bit? And I said, you know, it's a baggy shirt. I don't know, but you can kind of see the outline a little bit. And I'm like, boy, if he's not working out and taking this offseason serious, and, you know, like he said, he started working out, and he wanted to see if his body could take it, and he wanted to be all in. If he's not, you know, man. Now, I don't know. It's a picture. But you judge for yourself. You, 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 you take a look at it, and you let me know. But that was the question was like, you know, and again, I'm not being paid, you know, $50 million to be a football player. If I was, I'd be in the gym every 12 minutes. But I, that was that was one of those things where I, I'm, I'm kind of like, ah, look at him. He's looks like he just woke up, rolled out of bed, which Aaron Rodgers does a lot of the time, and went and bought healing crystals. And then I kind of, my buddy texted me and he said, does he look like he's put on some pounds, like around the middle? And I looked and I'm like, I, I I, you know, you hate to get into the, I'm not doing the body shaming thing, but I'm looking at it going, yeah, he does. He looks like he put on a little bit of weight. So you take a look at it, judge for yourself, judge for yourself, and uh, tell me what you think. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to track us down, go ahead and do so. Um, and then you've got the other discussion now that's out there is the Packers need a quarterback and you hate to say that but they need a backup to, uh, to Jordan Love they don't have one right now um that was the other thing on the wish list if you will but uh yeah the Packers need a uh, Packers need a backup to Jordan Love so uh, god forbid you 
God forbid that uh, we start to get into some kind of a quarterback controversy and drafting quarterbacks and such, but at some point you're probably going to find somebody. Somebody's going to come out of the market, uh, some backup that's not going to make a squad or they're going to cut loose because of salary or whatever. So you got time to find one. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something that is going to have to be eventually addressed, without a doubt. You're going to have to address that. So uh, that was the other uh, thing that I saw this morning when I got up and I started reading such uh, about the Packers and Rodgers and everything else that goes along with it. So is what it is. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, feel free to go ahead and do so again, 877-867-1670. Good, good to be here today. Good to be here. Uh, Craig, our buddy Craig watching the program, Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. That's the guy you'd love to see. Here, That's my right? guy. Like that? Oh, yeah. That's your guy. Late round pick. Yeah. He, he's a veteran. He's like a year, two years older than Jordan Love. He can mentor him. Right. He's a winner. Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. No stranger to a, uh, <laughs> a public intoxication problem, though, which yeah. uh, probably should be worked out. That that's Hopefully, be a we'll get worked major out. Ordeal. Yeah, there's been a lot worse done than getting a little juiced after you get out of college. But you know, not that it's a good look. Yeah, he's like wrong, 25. Is what it is. <laughs> so right. Uh, let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We got a lot to get to today. The Bill Michael Show continuing on. Hang in there. A whole lot more right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show continuing on good to have you today thursday i don't know about you but the week feels like it's flying by it just does i don't know why it just does feeling good uh 877-867-1670 good brewer stuff in the first hour of the program uh and we talked a little bit about aaron Rodgers and the packers more so aaron Rodgers in the picture of him buying the crystals boy some people just get pissed some people get mad. They uh, they they took the pictures of Rogers, and there was a couple of people that said, "Hey, does he look a little heavy around the midsection?" So I put the pictures up side by side. Nothing to see here. Stop picking on Rogers. It's, it's merely a question. If you say no, no big deal. That's fine. There was a couple of people that said, "Yeah." I even thought to myself, "Eh, just he's usually." If you take a picture, the picture of him walking into camp last year, when he came in in the uh, Nicholas Cage outfit. Versus that, it's a little different. It's a little different. Um, meanwhile, on the uh, four-letter network, ESPN, Rob Domofsky, reporter for the Green Bay Packers or covering the Green Bay Packers for ESPN, had this to say about the Rodgers situation. Laura, the ball seems to be in the Jets' court, or at least I'm told that's the way the Packers are looking at it. Now, we know both general managers, Brian Gutekunst of the Packers and Joe Douglas of the Jets, met last week in Phoenix at the annual owners' meetings, but they obviously left without finishing a deal. The way I understand it, 
The Packers are waiting for the Jets to meet their terms, not the other way around, which would indicate that the Packers think that they have the leverage right now. But for how long is the question? If a deal doesn't get done before the draft, which as you mentioned is just three weeks away, then perhaps the leverage shifts to the Jets after that. However, that's really only if there's not another team involved. At some point, if the Packers feel like they can't get a deal done with the Jets, the question is, would they try to entertain anything from another team? Hmm. The difficulty there is that we know that Rodgers has stated publicly that he wants to play for the Jets, and he would obviously have to approve any trade uh, to another team where he would go. Early on, Laura, I was told that there was at least one other team that was interested in Rodgers, but to this point, that has not materialized. So there you go. There you go. So uh, at this point, they were told another team was interested in Rodgers, but that has not materialized. 877-867-1670. 877 867 Hit us up again, 877-867-1670. Um, thoughts. Did you catch all of that? Did you catch all of that? The uh, the possibility of another team being there. 877-867-1670. Ben, uh, this, is, uh, this is Jesse who said, I didn't understand all of that. Play it again real quick. This is Rob Domofsky and the update regarding the Packers, who did have discussions at the owners' meetings. And as we're sitting here uh, today, it's three weeks away from the NFL draft. Time is ticking. Packers want a draft choice this season or two or whatever it is they can get this season to begin to bolster this team. The Jets, they're standing uh, firm. They don't want to give up that 13th overall pick. This is, again, what Rob Domofsky had to say. Laura, the ball seems to be in the Jets' court, or at least I'm told that's the way the Packers are looking at it. Now, we know both general managers, Brian Gutekunst of the Packers and Joe Douglas of the Jets, met last week in Phoenix at the annual owners' meetings, but they obviously left without finishing a deal. The way I understand it, the Packers are waiting for the Jets to meet their terms, not the other way around, which would indicate that the Packers think that they have the leverage right now. But for how long is the question? If a deal doesn't get done before the draft, which as you mentioned is just three weeks away, then perhaps the leverage shifts to the Jets after that. However, that's really only if there's not another team involved. At some point, if the Packers feel like they can't get a deal done with the Jets, the question is, would they try to entertain anything from another team? Hmm. The difficulty there is that we know that Rodgers has stated publicly that he wants to play for the Jets, and he would obviously have to approve any trade uh, to another team where he would go. Early on, Laura, I was told that there was at least one other team that was interested in Rodgers, but to this point, that has not materialized. So there you go. The Packers are waiting for the Jets, not vice versa. The Packers are waiting for the Jets for all of this to happen. And that's, uh, you know, whether or not another team jumps into the mix, we'll wait and see. But um, the, the, the Packers are just waiting for the phone to ring and the Jets to go, okay. I don't know if, and I don't think there has not been a report uh, of another team jumping into the mix. 
there has been speculation. Um, there has been outward, I guess, discussion that could this be something that if indeed this doesn't happen, what if this happens or what have you? But there has not been, you know, the the discussion that the and maybe the Packers are just staying extremely tight lipped, but there's not been the discussion that yes, San Francisco called, yes, San Francisco made an offer, yes, it's being considered. There's none of that. Jason said, if no trade happens, do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be under center in Green Bay, or do you think it's going to he's going to retire if nobody wants him? Um, I still think, and again, I you know, sixty percent of me thought he'd be under center in Green Bay to begin with. And now, after all this has transpired, I, and he has mentally moved on, unless Aaron has expressed some interest to say, hey, don't don't give me away because that will make me look bad. Uh, but I got to think that Rodgers, who stated that he was not happy that the Packers were, quote, shopping him around or shopping around, he was uh, a little taken aback. And since then, Gutekinds has come out firing, saying, hey, we made numerous calls. This guy never picked up the phone, never answered us. You know, and clearly the the Packers were not going to go quietly into that good night. So the rift, I think, has grown rather large um, there, at least publicly, behind closed doors. I don't know. But there has been no discussion from, quote, sources with the 49ers or anybody else for that matter that says the 49ers have indeed jumped in. I think right now, dealing about board, handshake, man up agreements it's the jets and the packers and the packers are waiting on the jets to go okay or come back with another magnanimous offer that's where i think all of this is at could it could it end up getting ugly sure it could again i've said uh you know a bunch of times i I said look if you have not been to a super bowl since 1969 and you firmly believe, as Woody Johnson does, that Aaron Rodgers is going to get you to a Super Bowl, why would you not give up a first-round draft choice for that? Why are you going to Why are you going to bring in Lazard and talk to these other people and bring in Nathaniel Hackett? Why are you going to take the ball right down to the goal line and then throw it away? Why would you do that? So, yeah, you want to you want to stay solid, but remember. Who holds all the aces? Because what the Jets have is that 13th pick, and that's an ace, right? The Packers have Aaron Rodgers. That's an ace. The Jets, they don't have any other quarterback. They could go into another area of the market. They could look at Lamar Jackson or something to that effect, but that's it, right? The Packers' ace is you screw us over, you take us past the draft, you don't give us what we want, we'll hang on to them. We'll have another month, more than a month, and we'll, we'll hang on to that pick or we'll hang on to this commodity. That's our other ace because if we go past June 1st, you've already screwed us out of this year, so this year it goes by the wayside, so now we're going to start looking at next year, and that's when the door can open up for other teams. Because we can make a deal after June 1st, and Rodgers could go somewhere else, and we get relief. Not only will we get more draft choices next year, we'll get relief, cap relief. So I think for the team holding more aces, it's the Packers. It's not the Jets. The Jets want to get him. 
They want to get him in a camp. They want to get him working with these young guys. They want to get him working with Nathaniel Hackett. That's If you listen to the radio stations in New York, that's what everybody's discussing. Rodgers is going to come back. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to show the world this is what they want to do. Get him in. He's, he, you know, all of that. Packers, they're like, look, we got a quarterback. We've committed to this guy. We have taken enough crap from the other quarterback. We made it known. We called him. We wanted to be communicative. We wanted to be transparent. We wanted to talk to you. You didn't call us back. You didn't text us back. Very little communication. You didn't give us much of a choice. That's on you. All you had to do is say you're coming back. That's all you had to do. You want to go play all the games and do all your things. That's fine. Nobody says you can't do that. But there is certain responsibilities to running a football team. The number one commitment is to the Green Bay Packers, not to the Aaron Rodgers Packers. So now you sit. Now you wait. Now you wait. Packers hold more aces than the Jets do. Jason says, funny that Rodgers hasn't fired back since Goody said that we did call. That just shows me that Rodgers does not know what to say because the Packers aren't just going to sit silent like they have in the past. Yeah, he hasn't uh, he hasn't done – then again, his contract's up on McAfee right now. He doesn't have to do it until you get into the regular season or if he wants to go on. But, uh, yeah, again, it's what's not said. And I told you it's, there was no follow-up. Because my questions would have been, hey, Aaron, you know, uh, when he makes the statement about, you know, yeah, I would have loved transparency. I go into the darkness, and I was 90% sure I was going to retire, and I came out, and I found out they were shopping me around. And, you know, now my intention is to play. It's almost like he was ready to say, you know, I want to take my talents to South Beach like LeBron did. Now he says, you know, my intentions are to play for the New York Jets. And he makes the announcement, and Jets Nation goes nuts. Great. My follow-up question would have been, so you were going into the darkness 90%? Did, the, did you tell the Packers that? And wait for the answer. If he says, no, you know, I, I really wasn't sure to, uh, totally myself, because now he's painting himself into the corner. And then you would say something to the effect of, you know, so how many times did you talk to Brian Gutekinds in the offseason? How many times did they reach out to you? Because, again, you're the one that says they don't reach out, they're not inclusive, they don't, uh, they don't treat players with humanity, they're just commodities and pieces of meat. So did Brian Gutekinds reach out to you? Really, how many times did you talk to him? How many times when he reached out did you call him back? Did you reach out to him? None of those questions were asked. You know why? Because you know the answer. Sometimes it's what's not said rather than what is said. And you're not going to have McAfee and A.J. Hawk. And I respect those guys because they get him on the program. And they got to do what they got to do to keep that guest on the program because everybody in the world listens. So you don't want to cut off the no your nose to spite your face. But there wasn't any follow-up. And I, I'm sitting here, I was listening to all of that, and I was screaming. I'm like, you got to ask him the question. It's It's the giant pink elephant in the room. Have you communicated with the Packers? And if not... Did they call you? Did they reach out to you? Did they text you? Did, did they want to talk to you about all of this? Did they want to discuss your future? They gave you a month off? Did they just want to touch base to see where your head was at? Any of that? No, none of that was asked. None of that was asked. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, our friends over there at Cunis RV, Cunis RV, the fastest-growing RV dealer, and voted the best 
in the state of Wisconsin. Voted the best. That Hands down, by, by that industry, voted the best. So if you're looking for any type of fifth wheel, motorhome, travel trailer, camper van, you name it, they've got it. They have got Jayco. They have got Nexus. They have got Thor. They have got uh, Winnebago. I mean, I can go on and on. They got Redwoods. They you just so many different varieties and kinds. And the best part about it is uh, right now they've got some terrific financing and their inventory is massive. Get a hold of our friends at Cunis RV. Go to K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. And uh, also, if you're taking, you know, maybe your trade-in, you can do that. And they've got consignment. And uh, another service that they're coming up with is concierge service. So maybe you store it with them, and you only take it out when you want it, but you bring it back, and instead of you cleaning it up, they clean it up. They clean it up, they drain it, they empty it, all that kind of stuff, store it for you. And then when you're ready to bring it back out, you do that. They're starting consignment or uh, uh, concierge services as well. Something else to check into with our friends at Cunis RV, Wisconsin's fastest growing RV dealer. Go to Cunis, K U N E S, CunisRV.com. Ready? This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.